Trisden here with the Extreme Common Sense Podcast, thanking our friends at Berea Pond. We could not do the podcast without the generous support from Aaron and Robin at Berea Pond. And also, my house wouldn't have nearly as much cool stuff without all the items at Berea Pond. So when you're ready for your next furniture, gun, ammo, pallet, they have so much cool stuff, you're not ever going to regret going to Berea Pond. That's Berea Pond at 107 Clay Drive in the old IGA building across from near New Auto Center. Don't miss out. If you're from the area, you got to get into Berea Pond. I'm Trisden. And I'm Ray. What we hope to do here is find a little bit of middle ground on some of these extremely polarizing social and political issues. Welcome everybody to Extreme Common Sense. What's going on, Ray? Hello, Trisden. How's it going? You look so far away. Man, isn't that a song? The Putin Table. Yeah, Dire Straits. Yeah. I will good. not sing it because what fi- the five listeners we have will no longer be. <laughs> That's fair. Can you sing? I cannot oh, sing. Oh, I cannot sing, but I freaking love it. Oh, that's right. It. You love, love karaoke. Sing, but yeah, yeah. I'm very bad at it. That makes karaoke better, actually. I think so, too. Like, nobody wants the really great singers to show up. Like, you you know, you can go and make 50 bucks a weekend singing somewhere. I like to do it when it's bad people. Karaoke's like golf. You realize how many lousy golfers there are when you play. You realize how many lousy singers there are. I mean, a, well, actually, to put it another way, you know a real good golfer when you see him or her, and you know a very good singer when you hear he or she. Yes. You know? Very true. Now, you're not a karaoke guy, right? I mean, I've done it. I don't, you know, seek it out, but I've done it. But I can't sing, so. I mean, I guess I can sing a song that I know a little, but, you know. Well, the Asian folks that came up with that is like something to do when you're out. I think they nailed it. Yeah, they did. I think if you like it, you really like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I I You back on your phone? This guy, man. Listen, there's some very important um, text messages and, and Facebook responses I've got to answer to, so unfortunately i wish i did not and also i'm literally on the clock for the next hour and 15 minutes so. you want to tell the listeners why you were why you relate today uh, i can sure I, uh, <laughs> I, as i was driving over my oil light in what vehicle uh it was a 72 ford bronco <laughs> <laughs> in the portion when the porsche says check the oil you check the oil they mean so, it. so yeah i zipped over to o'reilly's and grabbed some oil now i had never put oil in this thing before so i had to watch like a, a two-minute tutorial on youtube to see you do it all digitally i'm back there looking for the dipstick like a hillbilly digitally yeah you just you go there's a computer that you go through on the on your dash and it tells you it makes you wait a minute as it scans and it tells you how low your oil is so i'm running in and i you know i didn't have a um, a funnel, so I had to borrow a funnel from O'Reilly's, and so yeah, just running around like a okay. So, like a so digitally to tell you, but you still have to. You have to do it yourself. Mecha- you yeah. know, mechanically pour the. Da- was it hard to find where it goes in? No, once I knew how to check it, it was easy because you know that part is traditionally the same. How low? Uh, was like two quarts low. Ooh, yeah. man, that's not an engine you not, want blowing up. That is on not you. an engine that I could afford. <laughs> like I would just have to sell it, and yeah. take the hit on my mortgage, and yeah, just be in trouble. So, oh man, don't yeah. let it get two quarts low again. Oh, just very smart. Yeah, yeah. What does it cost you for an oil change in that baby? Not as bad as you think. Oh, no, yeah, you know, hundred twenty bucks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now I could take it to the dealership and pay five hundred to do the same thing that you know Miller's Tire is going to do for me. But where's the Porsche dealer, Lexington? I think there's one in Lexington, yeah. although I haven't been. There yet. Yeah, yeah. If not I, Louisville, I, I Cincinnati. I can't think of one. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. 
Pretty exciting show today. We got we, we got, actually got somebody got that Aaron consistently back, disagrees with us. Yes, so it's going to be nice. To, nice. And can to you see please him. watch your language once we invite Aaron in? I, you know Aaron what? is a wholesome dude, and I respect that. He tempts me. He tempts me to 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 use more bad language. <laughs> So like having Aaron here makes me like I just want to cuss and cuss and cuss. And the the comedy bit that I brought today is loaded with cussing, although it's not my words. So I, for our comedy bit today, and, and something I may do more consistently, the um, I sent you the message. I don't know if you read it. Uh, I didn't. There was a, a guy that I was my first community college roommate. I was friends with him in high school. He's had some substance abuse issues, and he gets on Facebook and he just posts these crazy ramblings. And uh, so I'm just going to steal stuff from him. I'll call him Larry. Oh, yes, I did. Okay. And so yeah, yeah. Just I was wondering. That. It wasn't today. No. Yeah, I, I yeah. Okay, I did read it. Yes, so yes. That was, that was actually a real okay. message somebody posted on <laughs> Facebook. So, And there, it's pretty, a lot of language there. And so, this, this is a guy who you once were close with, once but very not close so with this guy. Anymore. Yeah, Absolutely. Not, super nice guy. And, uh, you know, I think substance abuse abuse is maybe getting the better of him, which I, I hate to hear. But nonetheless, he's really bad at Facebook. All right, well, let's bring Aaron on board. I'm hoping this mic stays. Our our, our, our longest uh, consistently running sponsor, one of my closest friends, and I, I hope to argue with him now for an hour. Ladies and gentlemen. What say, Aaron? What's up, Aaron? How we doing? Good, man. How about you? I'm good. Nice. Hey, we can start the show with this. Now, th- I, I thought this was pretty darn funny. So Michael Che of SNL fame, I saw something today where he said, let me see if I've got this straight. People have stopped drinking Bud Light because a transgender spokesperson offends them. Can we get a couple of transgender spokespeople to back Smith & Wesson? <laughs> That's pretty damn funny, isn't it? That's pretty good. <laughs> now, now, that begs a great question. <laughs> right. What would happen? Like, I would, That's up to Aaron. <laughs> so, He's the gun dealer. <laughs> so do, does Taurus come out or, you know, uh, another gun dealer and say, we will never, you know, That's just filter all funny, that? right? But, yeah, <laughs> the mind of a comedian. So, how is the gun bid? Why don't we? Why don't you tell us what you do, Aaron? Uh, you know, just a little local pawn shop gun dealer. Little, we do all kinds of stuff. Little, yeah. Um, you know, we've been in town for thirty-seven years, family-owned, so nothing major. Like thirty thousand oh. square feet yeah. of uh, showroom there. Trust it's us, folks. This is a little, large showroom. Uh, yeah, with um, with at least a gun or two. Couple. Couple. But last time you were here, you said they're making it tougher on you. Uh, yeah, you know, that's... You that's know, actually the, true. The temperature and atmosphere of the uh, stuff that's going on this year is going to be tougher. Man, it is really in the news now, isn't it, Aaron? Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, you know, there again, anything that can grab the headlines, that's what we're going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, no, that's true. That's why we have a podcast I'm listening to. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So you think there'll ever be any movement? I mean... Uh, you know, once we get some... Uh, the political stuff out of the way and actually look at it like your show's called common sense you know we try i, I don't think they look at it all the time at common sense so what would be common sense in your mind well you know you stop and think um 9 two planes hit the towers right and of mm-hmm. course the couple other there and and now you can't fart in the airport without them knowing about it <laughs> so you would think that we would take that serious with the schools would we not would that not be the common sense thing right so why would we not do that well, my brother, who's a 30-plus-year school teacher in Jersey, says cost is one issue. Who's going to pay for that? First time you bring that up at a school board meeting about hardening every entrance with an armed guard, they're going to say, well, who pays? Oh, my taxes are going up? No, I ain't paying. I'm not sure that we've cared about cost on anything lately. Well, 
and you know tim scott or tom scott i think tim, it, yeah. tim. Uh, he brought it up the other day let's take the 80 million dollars that we're going to give the irs and and use that and of course he got laughed out on that one so you know it's the money's there if we want to use it and now, i've always our, said that about everything I, you know that's my thing on health care common sense yeah let's use this money for the correct things right so and it's funny and, and this is both parties this is not one side or the other there's plenty of money when one side has an issue they want to fix. yeah sure mm-hmm. right but it's just when the other guy wants to do it that's when it becomes an issue right so to I, I wouldn't point, disagree with I, that i would yeah. certainly agree now i think the the hole in that plan is you know that doesn't help things like the louisville bank or you know something that just happened that's not as right a bank's a pretty hard hardened place right and right this guy but, just blasted through but i think and i'm not speaking for aaron but maybe what he's saying which i would agree with it can we at least keep the kids safe like yeah, we do right. have to do whatever that takes it will break your heart seeing a kid you know you sure everyone to see nothing like that so. well back to my brother who's certainly to the left of both Tristan and myself but he's a very bright cat he said that for him the ship sailed after sandy hook when 16 kindergartners were slaughtered and nothing happened he said hey america's made their pact and their mm-hmm. pact is they're going to live with dead kids so people can own guns you know i i don't think it's living with the pack i, I think it's that political agenda that we're not going to lift a finger to do it and why are we not and that's both sides yeah i'll call them both out i can't some of the stuff's going on both sides i can't stand either one of them you know i've told Triz and that too there's no reason that this can't be done but are you a slippery slope guy which is to say once they you know so so is there a way to live with your shotgun and your handgun by your bedside to protect yourself but to put some kind of prohibition on weapons meant for the meant for the battlefield or is that is that an infringement to you you know, once you start limiting everything, it's not, it won't stop. So you think it's a slippery that. slope. And, See, and that's that's a bit of a problem, though, Aaron. That's what the right does. And that that's where you guys don't give it all. Like, my side has to say, look, there's a lot of Aaron's in the world that are responsible gun owners and wonderful family people and super guys, and I'd love to have them as a neighbor. And you can't beat him up for wanting to own a gun. That's what the left has to do. At the same time, the right can't say... No prohibition at all. That's a slippery slope. You're going to take every gun from me. I don't know anybody on the left who wants to take every gun. Do you, Tristan? No. no. I mean, I, I really don't. I mean, you know, yeah, and you could find those oh, people. Oh, I guess in you could find some wackos, the, but you know what? Sure. Don't pay attention to them. Yeah. Yeah. And we've both got those people. You know what? I, I actually listen to this, and if you guys want to indulge me, I'll play it. But uh, somebody asked uh, President Obama, you know, eight, 10 years ago. Uh, about why the left essentially wants to take all guns. And I thought his answer, as far as a Democrat being on this side, was the most brilliant answer that I've heard. And it really articulated sort of my thoughts on gun ownership. And if you want to hear it, I can play it, or I can paraphrase it in like 20 seconds. I'm, did you have access to it? Yeah. I mean, if yeah, you've. Uh, oh, he here. came prepared, Aaron. <laughs> he came this. with. Uh, that's good, though. He came with uh, props today. He didn't tell me what we was talking about. So uh, I didn't even know we were talking um, about either. And actually, Ray hasn't even asked me what I have on my we list. We never. I swear. I, I swear we don't. I, I say we, I, I, we. I talk about not rehearsing, but it's obvious when you listen. We don't. So we really. Chaos didn't is know. better sometimes. Hey, well, see, that's me. I'm not a conspiracy guy, I'm a chaos guy. All right, so you've got this quote. This was the, his answer, Obama's answer to the question? That's correct. Yeah, okay. this is a, and this was a, like a town hall or something. I don't know exactly when. And this is about five, min, uh, five minutes long, so don't oh, really? if okay. you want to listen. Well, we can relax then. But this is, this is Obama's answer to a guy in the yeah, crowd sure, basically okay. asking about that. So here we go. We want to control and restrict and limit gun manufacturers, gun owners, and the responsible use of guns and ammunition to the rest of us, the good guys, instead of holding the bad guys accountable for their actions. And Mr. President, if I may, I'd like to use Chicago, your hometown, 
city that has some of the strictest gun laws in the nation, a city that for decades and still is under democratic control, a city that has an outrageous and even embarrassing murder rate as my first example. Why can't we round up these thugs, these drug dealers and gang members and hold them accountable for their actions or allow the good people in Chicago access to firearms to protect themselves? Good. Thank you. All right. Well, l- let me, it's a multi-part question, so, so let me just uh, say a couple things. First of all, uh, the notion that I, or Hillary, or Democrats, or whoever you want to choose, are hell-bent on taking away folks' guns. It's just not true. And, and I don't care how many times the NRA says it. I'm about to leave office. There have been more guns sold since I've been president than just about any time in U.S. history there are There are enough guns for every man, woman, and child in this country. And at no point have I ever, ever proposed confiscating guns from responsible gun owners. So it's just not true. What I have said is precisely what you suggested, which is why don't we treat this like every other thing that we use? We used to have really bad auto fatality rates. The auto fatality rate has actually dropped precipitously, drastically, since I was a kid. Why is that? We decided we had seatbelt laws. We decided to have manufacturers put airbags on in place. We decided to crack down on drunk driving and texting. We decided to redesign roads so that they were less likely to have a car bank. We studied what is causing this, these fatalities using science and data and evidence, and then we slowly treated it like the public health problem it was, and it got reduced. We are not allowed to do any of that when it comes to guns because people, if, if you propose anything, it is suggested that We're trying to wipe away gun rights and and impose tyranny and martial law. Do you know that Congress will not allow the Center for Disease Control to study gun violence? They're not allowed to study it because the notion is, is that by studying it the same way we do with traffic accidents, somehow that's going to lead to everybody's guns being confiscated. When we talked about background checks, if you buy a car, if you want to get a license, first of all, you got to get a license. You have to take a test. <laughs> you have to, people have to know that you know how to drive. You don't have to do any of that with respect to buying a gun. And when we talked about doing effective background checks, it was resisted because the notion was we were going to take your guns away. I. I just came from a meeting today in the Situation Room in which I've got people who we know have been on ISIL websites, living here in the United States, U.S. citizens, and we're allowed to put them on the no-fly list when it comes to airlines, 
but because of the National Rifle Association, I cannot prohibit those people from buying a gun. This is somebody who is a known ISIL sympathizer, and if he wants to walk in to a gun store or a gun show right now and buy as much as many weapons as ammo as as he can nothing's prohibiting from doing that even though the fbi knows who that person is so sir i i just have to say respectfully that there is a way for us to have common sense gun laws there is a way for us to make sure that lawful responsible gun owners like yourself are able to use it for sporting hunting protecting yourself but the all right that's that's you get the gist so yes and in some of that i was gonna ask aaron now some of those uh things he said may be dated or maybe weren't 100 percent true or yeah i mean of course you know i'm not as smart as some of the guys but cdc does go over the gun stuff i hate to say it you know there i think we talked about the last time i was on you know and 2022 i did look at it there was night or 2300 and something involved in gun accidental not accidental deaths but uh gun deaths not counting suicides uh, it is important so CDC to know does that look the bulk of those deaths are yeah. suicide or self-inflicted yeah, they do they, you know they do cover that so cdc does they've been doing that for years on that one um you know, there again, if someone's that serious that can't be on a flight list, I'm sorry, you're not going to pass the FBI background check that I have to do, even at my small level to me. Now, that being said, there's plenty of the underground or criminal activity that, you know, you're going to go and sell your gun to somebody as long as they got the money. Now, I can't control that outlaw. Sure. I can control my guys coming into me and doing it the right way. But, I, you know, there's, there's no control in that. But also the president back then, too, on his radio address, which is not going to be – I don't have it, but he said it was financially unable to do gun confiscation in America, and that's why he would not do that. He actually mentioned that on the radio address. Of course, now on TV, he's just going to say he never came after it. But. Well, two things can be true at once. A, we couldn't afford to do it in a million years. Well, also, he may have never suggested it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. You know, politicians, all of them. I'll know, say gonna, this is the thing that kind of gets me, too. It feels like Democrats, at least in power, senators, these the people with the cameras on them all the time, are so ignorant to guns that a lot of the legislation that they propose is stupid, hurts the wrong people. It's just, it's it's not helpful, and the people who do know guns are so unwilling to work on it that nothing good ever gets done. I can't say that we were unwilling to work on it. I work on it every day. Not you? you know, no, no. I'm talking about the like Ted Cruz, the yeah, Ted the Cruz, the people who uh, are in the pocket of you know. There again, you know, I don't think. That, I'm almost to believe that I, all of them's paid off. I believe to a point because I just can't understand. There's no common sense up there on anything that I that I see anymore. On either well, side, they feel so I mean, ignorant when they bring people in to talk about these issues. Yeah. The questions they ask. If are you're so a Republican stupid. congressman in in Kentucky, if you're a Republican congressman in Tennessee, and you come back to your district and you say, "Look, here, I'll tell you what I'll do." So this is a little graph that I Ray's came, playing on his phone. Um, no, no, this is a graph. So <laughs> Obama, I'm going to assume that speech was from 20, or that answer to that question was in 2016, and there were 383 mass shootings, which is an incident where four or more people are killed. All right, so that's what 
is considered a mass shooting in the United States. There were in 2016, 383 of them. In 2020, 610. In 2021, 690. Last year, 647. And this year, 2023 is on a pace to break that record of 690. So if you were a Republican congressman who came to your district and said, you know what, I've seen this increase in these mass shootings and I want to, rightly or wrongly, I want to prohibit assault rifles. I want to uh, make it more difficult for anyone, if not impossible, to buy an AR-15. You would not win your next election. Now, that's not the fault of the politician. Now, you could say, well, that politician should lead on that issue and they should have balls if they believe it. But they're going to get voted out of their district because the people feel that way in places like Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama. Now, in New Jersey, you probably would win an election saying that. So your divide is certainly cultural in the United States. It's, It's true that my Northeast brother probably feels as though nobody should own a gun and that's kind of ridiculous i mean aaron i sort of came down here with a you know new jersey's just not a gun state i kind of came down here with a well why don't we just prohibit guns well because it's woven into the fabric of society here so you have to to tristan's point try and find some way to catch some middle ground but boy it's tough to do because it's such an issue fraught with emotion so i just go back to the only extreme common sense place you can find is that people on the left have to stop thinking that every aaron is a is a terrible person because he's a gun owner and a gun seller that's the left's problem but the right's problem is the slippery slope to 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 prohibit somebody from getting a weapon all right let's go to the second amendment the constitution everybody talks about the it's in the it's in the constitution it's a constitutional right it's a constitutional right but they forget about those three words well regulated or let's just say two words America's guns are not particularly well regulated right now. They need to be better regulated, in my opinion. Now, you would say, well, there's some strict look at Chicago. Right, but next door in Indiana, you can go and buy everything because it's not well regulated. So I don't think it's terribly well regulated. I don't think we're actually living up to what that the way that amendment was written. Well, there again, I, I can't control that underbelly, you know, uh you let cigarettes you can make get high enough. Hard, you can make it harder for that underbelly to get those weapons. I, I, you know, I'm not sure how you're going to do that. How are you going to do that? That's, there was a way to do it. We, yeah. we did it. It'd be no different than saying let's secure the schools. But we well, won't do that either. But we did it after the uh, Reagan was shot and the mm-hmm. Brady bill was passed by mm-hmm. by a, a, a Democratic Congress and a Democratic president in 94. And whether it's coincidence or not, you couldn't get automatic rifles and they the the mass shootings dropped precipitously and then bush let that expire in 04 and they've continued to rise i mean there is evidence you can look at if if i have the money i can have any weapon i want today fully auto silenced anything i want as oh, long sure as I, can. it's a pay to play yeah. so it really has nothing to do with government caring about regulating it's about do i want to pay for this or not so then it's really just a money thing you can have a fully auto day if you want and let me sound like a really awful person and throw this out there wouldn't it be a little you don't better have to sound like it you are but well, no on. no but fair let me rephrase that as an awful person let me make this point <laughs> wouldn't it and, and again maybe that's you like a lot of things don't you price out the hillbillies and the people that aren't smart enough to own guns and the gang members that aren't going to have five thousand dollars to i mean don't you maybe look at i mean and again i don't want to make poor people in appalachia suffer that need guns to hunt to feed their family sure no, but, but what is but what is something you what nor is the I. caveat that you have to make sure people are are getting these the semi-automatic weapons 
in a, in a more reasonable manner. I mean, and again, and, and I'll, I'll make my argument real quick that I've that I always make to Aaron when we're chatting about it in, in his showroom. My thing is, I think it's a completely valid argument every time we see one of these mass shootings to say it's a health, it's a mental health issue, right? Because you almost always see that, and also, guess what? If you're going to go shoot ten children, you've probably got pretty severe mental illness. I agree. But I feel like our friends on the right do have to be the ones that lead by example and say, shut the fuck up about our guns all the time. Let's work on mental health care in Mm -hmm. this country. And then instead of saying that and then having it go away, you're on every Sunday talk show. You're on every every time there's Democrats watching. You're on Bill Maher. You're on CNN. You're on MSNBC saying we need to pass this bill about mental mental illness and making sure the right people get guns now. The reason that that doesn't happen, I don't know, but I feel like the right could really lead in that, which also could do a, a, a great benefit to the country in stopping some of these mass shootings. The kid in Louisville this week, I mean, again, he went to shoot up where he worked. He very clearly had something wrong with him, right? That wasn't a guy that was just having a normal day that had, you know, with normal emotions that was going to go buy a, a, an AR and go shoot up his coworkers. So how do we, how do we do that? And what do you think, Aaron? Should the right – is that something your team, not you personally, I think you do a great job, but I'm saying like the Ted Cruz's of the world, the Lindsey Graham's, people in the Senate could get behind and, you know, just as guys talking common sense, would something like that help? If they would do it. A politician's main goal is to tell you what to be afraid of and who to blame for it. Sure. Uh, if they fixed the problem, then they wouldn't have nothing to run on no more. I, they could fix anything they want it to fix. I just—it's all. Oh, I don't—I don't know about that, Aaron. There's so I, to me, it's always been abortion and guns. They're the two intractable issues because they're so fraught with emotion. I mean, abortion—I I mean, good gracious, it's—it's—it's it's, um, it, it's what kept the red tsunami from happening. I mean, my right wing sister in New Jersey told me for twelve months the red tsunami, Buzzy, red tsunami, red tsunami. Well, it didn't happen largely because of the abortion issue. Um, those are just two tough issues, abortion and guns, because it's hard to introduce common sense. I, I mean, again, third time, uh, you know, the common sense is some kind of middle ground where we're, we're certain that you've got your shotgun to hunt and you've got your your pistol to protect you or your shotgun to protect you. But we make battlefield weapons harder to get. But I don't know where that compromise comes from. I agree with Tristan that if that compromise comes, it's got to be led by the right. I'm, I'm dyslexic directionally. It's got to be led by the right, not the left. Because if Tristan and I come out and say, people on the right say, there are a couple of liberal a-holes, don't, don't listen to anything they say. There has to be a good conscience, Repub- a Republican of good conscience who says, you know what? This doesn't happen in any country but the United States. We've got to do something about that. And that is a fair question, Aaron. Why do these mass shootings only happen in, in here? They don't happen in England, France, Spain, Germany, you know, Australia, Japan. They happen here, man. Why? Uh, you know, I, <laughs> there's got to be an answer to that question, right? I think it's the cowboy culture, right? Like I've said. Well, Aaron said that show. to his credit last time he was on. He said, "Yeah, there's a little bit of well, cowboy culture." There was a culture. great uh, show that I watched on this a couple weeks ago. Or, well, it's probably been a couple months at this point, but it was comparing sort of Hollywood to. There's no other country in the world that has a hollywood that you can go watch john wick that's, that is true. murder 230 no, that people and that's the left that's and not then, the right right and then these same you know the kids that are watching this movie then they jump on their computer and play which doom would have been when i was in high school 100 years ago just game after game of just blasting people's brains out for hours and hours on end now look stable 15 year olds and 16 year olds and 17 year olds 
can do that all day. And then they, you know, they find another hobby at 20 years old. But guess what? The one out of a thousand with mental illness that's really into John Wick and that's really into Rambo and that's really into these games takes it to another look, level. There's going to be one kid that. So also, there's a fair argument to be made that we could make a push there. I mean, I don't think, again, guns is the only thing we can do as a country. I just think that the right to, I think, has to say, look, we've got to look at some of this other stuff. But again, it, it, you, you're, you've got to be cautious there. I mean, maybe that's a free speech thing. So I don't think it's an easy issue nor fair oh, to just a, point it at one direction. Incredibly uh, but difficult. We should, but we should study it and do something, I guess. We probably all agree it, on that it, to find some common ground. It's incredibly ground. difficult. It's cultural. It's blue state America. It's red state America. I mean, there just is a difference in the way, you know, I've got a little bit of um, latitude on this because my life's divided into two halves, one in blue, blue America and one in red, red America. And it is a cultural divide. I mean, guns are different in the South than they are in the North. I mean, they just, uh, you know, the way it's looked at, I mean, down here, it really is an infringement if you do anything, you know um about my gun so you know that slippery slope argument is a strong one you know you 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 touch one little thing and but i mean the comparison to automobiles that that um obama made is not is not a a terrible argument i mean automobiles were pretty unsafe and they're not anymore i don't know i don't know if there's a a way that you can do that with guns i don't know you know there again, there was 20,300 died in gun-related deaths, and there was 109,000 died last year in alcohol, drunk driving. So I can go to a gas station up here and buy a Code 40 and drive home with it. Why would we do that? Well, you can't do it legally. No, but, you can't. Right. Well, can you take a gun into a school legally? But well, they they do. But the problem is, though, we're not going to make that the political stance that we're on right now and wave the banner saying we need to go after this because it's not that political of a movement as guns is. Well, what about um, so? So, what if we said you can buy any gun you want? We just got to limit the clips. You can't put a clip that holds a hundred rounds in your gun. There again, you can have a clip that holds six rounds. I can and, get around any of that illegally. That, yeah, any law you put on the book right now, whether it's welfare, traffic, whatever, I can infringe any of that. You know, I know plenty of people that can go take their food stamp card and buy. 20 cases of pop and go and sells it they do it all the time and that's the same thing they're misusing that law that's on the book so right. nothing you can put on there that i can't go around somehow or another if i need to so what do you do with that and, and you, to put that law on the book all you're punishing is really me and the honest guy that's trying to do it the right way which is the majority not the minority vast man. majority i would say the oh, vast yeah. majority yeah sure sure i would too and then that's the problem too when we saw it with abortion and you know we see it in the discussion about weapons it's the country's a better place the more rights we have like we're better off you know the more freedoms we are like franklin said it the best you know someone who wants to give up their freedom for security needs neither deserves neither so if i'm gonna give up my freedoms just because i want to feel like you're gonna make me secure what did i give up yeah which again i think that's why you're in the go ahead sorry you know i i'll say something that's probably not the most popular thing but you start thinking when all this stuff has really started happening it becomes when you start looking at it at that point when the internet come about and all the movies and the games and stuff you think about when that happened you know it's this generation we're coming into sure so they're getting exposed like you said a minute ago to so much more stuff than we was ever exposed to 100 percent. you know if you want to look at naked woman you had to find a magazine now it's, <laughs> sure. it's on twitter it's what on talking everywhere. about man it's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, raise our kids to see a naked woman aaron <laughs> don't tell them what they look like shame on us uh, <laughs> 
No, that is true. There's I so mean, much more exposed now than ever. Around and you can, yeah. you know, uh, it's, it's that's all another uh, topic. We are Jesus. so influenced what? now and pushed. I mean, it's going to take some time for whoever sociologists, psychologists, to really see what you know. What damage is there from a, well, a, a 12-year-old kid, Aaron, able to click a couple of clicks, and he's looking at God naked everything. women? Or, I mean, yeah, there's, there's no this, holds barred. And I told my son, no holds barred. When that, when he was growing up, of course, you know, everybody's going to be curious and stuff. I said, listen, make sure whatever you see, you can't unsee. You know, so that's a great. That's you cannot unsee it, and so once it is instilled in your head, what do you do with it? Yeah. You know, and, and if you're already on that edge, maybe needing help and oh, you're I, seeing I, stuff. I, I agree hundred percent with that. No, so that is. I, so I blame true. that more on. And that's regul- that's, that's you know regulation too. I mean, there are places, and to Tristan's point, it's probably a First Amendment issue. But you know, there's places where that doesn't happen. Now, I'm not defending these guys, but China comes to mind. You don't. If you're a Chinese kid, you're not able to see all the North Korea the same way. You know, North Korea the same way. Now. I don't know that we want those I don't sort of want, totali- no. or th- authoritarian societies, but there is a way to lock it down. Lucas said something the other day. He said, uh, oh, what was it? Was it with the shooter? The, 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 he had, Yeah, it was. It was this wacko in, in Louisville, and he had FaceTimed it all. Is that right, That's uh, correct. Uh, Tristan? Yeah. And Facebook took it down like that. And he yeah. said, boy, I don't know how they do that. Yeah, you do. You just don't want it here. They, they right. can certainly regulate sure, it. They exactly just choose not to yeah. because we're the land of the free and the home of the brave. And that's really the whole genesis of all this debate. Well, and uh, you know what? I went for a walk today, and there's a neighborhood kid that follows me around sometimes. And me and my wife were just walking the neighborhood. And boy, he was 10 years old. He's homeschooled. That's irrelevant. I just pointed out. And uh, he was saying he's saving up to buy a computer because he wants to play these games. Now, again, 10 mm. years old, and all the games were just those Wickedly violent, yeah. Yeah, just ridiculously violent. So, I mean, I mean, maybe we put an age limit on some of these games, too. Is it the best thing and, for a 10-year-old kid? And I'll defend Aaron be- here. Uh, this, again, is where the left or my brother's going to be like, you son of a bitch, stop putting words in my mouth. But my, my brother would kind of poo-poo that. Oh, that's just an excuse to keep them with their gun. No, the left has to realize that, you know, Hollywood does put those movies out. Those games are too prevalent. Now, I would say that's more about your money than, you know, the, the to me, politicians. I, I, I never thought polit, uh, a politician was a bad word or politics was a bad word. It's kind of a hobby, and I like it. I think there's some real good people on both sides trying to make a difference. Some of them are bought off, but some of them just follow what their constituents want. But we, we have to realize that, yes, all of the availability of what's on these phones is probably not great, and that does play a role. It, you can't just blame the guns for the numbers of gun deaths going up. And there's other stuff going on. Is it sort of what you're saying, right? I blame home. Well, that too, Aaron. I blame home. I'm sure your son is not going into a school and shooting up 15 kids. And he's got access to a lot of guns. So that's a that's a. I would hope if he had that issue that he'd be enough to be able to talk to me. And I'd have a parent, you know, that I would be able, as a parent, to be able to stop and and take care of this situation instead of letting their net deal with it or the school deal with it. There's a lot of fractures. But I I do blame the institution of families. There's a lot of fractures in our societies. It's very gone. And and I'll say another thing that's probably not popular, but you start looking at some of this stuff. Even if you're an atheist, would you not want something in your school to say, hey, let's not kill? Sure. Whether you want to say it yes. biblical or not. Yes. Uh, yes. What What would be wrong with that? Or Nothing. saying, "Hey, let's 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 treat your mom and dad nice," or right. not steal. Absolutely. What's wrong with that? No. And so we want that out of there and quit teaching our kids this stuff, and then we wonder what's going well, on. I mean, atheist or not, Aaron, if you were to truly live your life by the Ten Commandments, and none of us yeah. do, it'd be a pretty wholesome it, life. It's just a moral code, and and that, that's exactly right. Kind of cool. You do it. Right. Cool. <laughs> My daughter's going to EKU, and she had a. Um, 
she had a little study she had to do and they had to develop their own country and you know part of that nice. was coming up with your health care and that kind of thing what how would you deal with that infrastructure and one of them was religion and you know i really talked to her i said whether you believe or whatever religion you have or i don't care what you want to believe or in, don't have right it is a moral compass right. on how to kind of live you know and treat one another good that, God. that is no doubt just, about just it. to treat one another halfway decent yep. and and to take that away which we have i, I just it just blows my mind you know it's, it's even saying let's strip the family institution as far as having that kind of a moral compass on stuff and you would stop a lot of this stuff what we know it because some kids are getting you know there again we are probably the most manipulated and influenced i think that i've ever seen anymore and, and i don't know if y'all been keeping up with ai lately the, oh, yeah. the structure on it uh, i don't understand I it but Aaron i know i don't the last week's show it's, i yeah. did not i'm sorry <laughs> uh, he actually came out with a quote today that society that has no morals or guidance is the easiest to be manipulated so they're you know who said that uh, the ai chat oh yeah, ai chat dude yeah yeah he oh, tweeted that the other day so you know it kind of you know, I don't know how true it is. I'm not up on all that stuff, but it does make a little sense. You know, the more hole you have in your soul, how can I push you one way or the other? Well, I would say this as somebody that's, I'd say, ambiguous with religion at best. I grew up Baptist, baptized, saved, speaking in tongues, the whole deal. And now I would consider myself a whole boatload more agnostic, leaning towards atheism. But, you know, I know wonderful people that are completely atheists that would literally you know have way more of a moral compass than you know plenty of our friends that we know i mean you know the the easy example is the catholic church and and the failings that they've had i mean you look at the stuff that the dalai lama did asking that kid to suck his tongue this week or whatever i mean i i i don't disagree with aaron fundamentally we should know the difference between right and wrong fundamentally we should have a moral compass we should have parents that care for us but at the same time like i don't i think you can navigate this life pretty good knowing murder bad love good right 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 atheists just because they're atheists aren't without morals sure i think it comes back to what we expose ourselves to every day we are a product of our environment so if i'm watching this all day like you said i, I watch john wick it's cool but you don't go in and nobody's gonna be able to go in and kill 50 people in two seconds you know it's not gonna that's, happen see that's the tough thing i expose myself I, to this i am i have just never been i guess because i'm sort of a passive individual i've never been a huge shoot 'em up movie guy that first john wick is just a great movie <laughs> they're all <laughs> yeah. good but yeah again, two, two two is okay i haven't seen three two's all yeah. right but i mean that's and i've even said that to my bro ah, just a bunch of gratuitous violence it is but it's a damn good story it's a good but, movie again the problem <laughs> is not that guys like us and our families are going to go watch john wick and leave the theater going man that was pretty awesome it's that one kid out yeah. of ten thousand that yeah. sees that and goes everybody's mean to me at school i've got a mental illness that's undiagnosed i've got something really going on and i could be just okay, like okay so Wick. then i put aaron on the spot a little bit saying okay america's the only country that that suffers from this you know we've got to rein in uh, weapons meant for the battlefield and uh, you know he's tad uncomfortable with that slippery slope or uh, whatever same with hollywood what what do you say to a, a, the producer and director of john wick when you say man you got to stop this nonsense you got to rein it in a little bit what does he say well i think you changed the i mean i don't know what he says i'm sure he says go say you i'm making money yeah. we're making money yeah. I, I think as a government or as a country we have to say look you should be a certain age or you should be able to uh have a i don't know a certain cognitive level before you're going to go watch that movie i don't know i mean it's like cigarettes well, it, we, you could smoke at 18 now you smoke at 21 i think sometimes we outgrow 
laws. Well, right? come on, Aaron. Let's be fair, though. Let's not put the money just at the hands of that movie director. There's a lot of money lot made of money. in the gun trade. A Listen, lot, right? When they see that gun on TV, that's what they want to go buy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's product. Just like a Pepsi would pay so much to have that Pepsi bottle oh, yeah, in that movie. placement, right, right. So, I mean, that, that drives you, money. Was it you that said something? Uh, I can't remember if it was on our podcast or I read it, but the AR is, is the cool weapon. That's why they go and get it. Well, that's the point that I've taken oh, from Aaron that is I it, wouldn't is have Is Mike known. fell again? My Mike did indeed Mike fall. needs Viagra. But, but there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's guns that do what ARs do, but they look like hunting rifles, and you never see them in... Because the AR is cool. Because it's, yeah, that's the cool... You know, I guess if you're going to go shoot up uh, anything, you know, you want to look badass standing there in that picture or whatever. Technology is always going to change. You know, when you're watching John Wayne, you're loving the six shooter. Yeah, right. You know, you're watching right. Rothman, you're loving the lever yeah. action. So, right. I mean, it's the same difference as we go through history. When when Star Wars or Star Trek comes out that's with a stun true. gun, I want one. I want that's, that phaser. That's you know? true. So that, that technology advances doesn't mean I should be left with that. That's powder. actually a great point, Tristan. Think about that. The six shooter was the coolest damn thing there was at one time. Now it's obviously Technology's not. Technology's going to change. Yeah. I, no, mean, I remember Dirty Harry as a kid when Dirty Harry the, came out with that big, huge was it 357? Yeah, 357. Everybody thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I mean, right. it, it, it's so true. That is true. Daniel Boone would lay his black powder down and pick up an AR today. <laughs> I promise you. I saw that once on a, a Saturday Night Live. What if Napoleon had a oh, B-52 yeah. at Waterloo? <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, Aaron, I mean, you know, you are the epitome of a quote-unquote responsible gun owner. And those people are everywhere. Tristan's point, 97, 99.5%. There is more of us than them. It, the oh, God, is, yeah, there all is. All we're hearing is the bad stuff. No, that's, I, I know that. And that's the sad part of it all. Right. And, you know, those people need help out there. They really do. Anybody can look at a little nine-year-old kid and pull a trigger. You know, that person deserves whatever they're fixing to get. Right. Because there's no reason for it. I don't care if you want to be trans, white, black. Republican, Democrat, you have a problem right. if you're gonna if you can do that. No, absolutely. I mean, there is no. Yeah, you, I come that to an animal. No, I can't no. stand someone just abusing an animal. Dear God, we'll, we'll go crazy on that one. It's the same difference. That person that will fill a sack full of animals and throw it over a bridge, you still has a mental problem yes. going on. Uh, a trillion percent. So I agree. it's the same difference. Sometimes I mean, it's, harder to watch. It is not that firearm. If I really wanted to hurt, you know, the hell you watch me from this. Uh, I could ram a bus full of kids with my truck today, and it'd be pretty rough you know and because most of these guys are going in doing this they're they realize they're done you know i think they're wanting to make this statement or whatever and suicide by cop but uh, evil well, lives here a lot of the jamie Boggs stuff from last week just the you asked what i watched but if you're watching some of those true crime shows like in all those oh, a lot of those true yeah, crime shows okay. they they I always grow up mean to animals leads to mean to their yeah, girlfriend Sid in toy story he was <laughs> right no seriously yeah Sid was we all knew Sid. In, in my neighborhood, there was a kid named Mark Plaskon. Yeah. That kid was twisted. I don't know if he did anything terribly treacherous as an adult, but that was a twisted kid, man. He but was you, the kid that you know everybody knew. You do see that, though, I think. Childhood is a listen. better... Imagine if he was a listener and I threw his name in there. Oh, God. <laughs> but childhood, I think, is a bit of a litmus test for how you're going to be when you get older, it right? Is. Like Absolutely. And you see it on all the true crime stuff. Absolutely. Or at least from you know, what I see. Even Absolutely. then, they've learned that somewhere. You know, a lot of times we're yes. not born with that. That's right. I would say we've 90% allowed, of the time we're not. Well, you know, if, if I allowed my son just to go kill every animal there is out there, I've allowed him to do that instead of saying, listen, you know, 
this ain't the way we're going to live. No, that's right. So uh, who stops that? Who, so, who sits down and says, hey, let's talk about this? Man? So then I'd ask both of you guys, all right, so let's leave the gun out of it. Why the hell is this happening in America and not all over Western Europe? Why is there so many mass shootings here, man? I, I, Do we have, is there a sickness that it reflects in our society? Well, no, I think, I mean, it's, it's a combination of things. I think I've already said it. The right is correct when they say mental illness. The left is correct when they say the easy access to guns for people that shouldn't have them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the cowboy culture of our country where, you know, our whole culture, our whole society is based on this. I'm going to show up with a gun and save the day kind of mentality or ruin the, the only day. way to stop a bad guy with a gun is to have more good guys with guns. Yeah. So and I don't I think, think Western Europe necessarily lives that well, way. Yeah, that's true. You know, even the. Um, Union boss of the teacher union, she got up there. Randy uh, Weingarten. I'm not sure, but she yeah, was like, you know, her. comparing us to New Zealand and Ireland. And right. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, this is America. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to, I don't want to strive to be New Zealand or Ireland. Well, you do if they're not shooting well, everybody as we are. We, I, I would add to that. We need to fix some other problems than what we're having. <laughs> and, and there again, we talk guns, 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 but yet drunk driving is 10 times worse. Well, we've so done, we don't talk about that, but you know, we because have, it's not political. But we have really reined drunk driving in, to be fair. Oh, it was much oh, worse in oh, the yeah. 80s. I mean, yeah, you know what changed know. it was right here in Kentucky, the Carrollton bus crash and the mad yep. mothers. You know, I, I, I know of where I speak here because I came to age in the 70s. And I mean, honest to goodness, Aaron, and I've talked to guys here in Kentucky. I thought, well, maybe that was the Northeast. I mean, literally a night out was grabbing a case of beer mm-hmm. with your three buddies and throwing an eight track in. And you'd be ankle deep in the back seat and empties and a cop would shine his light. Ah, fellas, come on. Can somebody get this car home? And when that Carrollton bus crash happened in 1983 and the mad mothers, you know, the uh, mothers, mothers against, against drunk, drunk driving. driving. I mean, drunk driving changed enormously. People dr- were drunk driving much more. It was kind of Obama's point. We, I have, think we, took we a, have changed that. I think the justice went after him more than what yeah, we sure. did on stuff. So oh, it, it became know, much tougher. Yeah. Oh, you was punished big time. Big you know? time. Uh, it, financially punished, you know, uh, uh, insurance-wise punished. I mean, it was, I get out of jail quick, you know. On something else you know i don't understand yeah. you know, there again it, it comes back to some of that too and we made such a spotlight of it and i do agree we worked on it pretty good but it's still 10 times worse than gun accidents but all we talk about is firearms more deaths by, by you know and, and it's gotten easier on alcohol i can go to richmond right now and have me a big margarita made just like this cup here and have a little thing on the straw and it's ready to go and drive and drive home yeah that now i ain't nice. gonna take the end of the straw off but it, yeah i can have it let's do it yeah let's, let's go you know, you know if, if that's a suggestion <laughs> i'm in if that's but, what you guys you know are there again you know who's who while we having marches and and movements on that because it is 10 times worse than than gun violence right it well, really is i mean the numbers, the numbers show it. we're looking at twenty thousand to one hundred and ten thousand. so the numbers are there saying that that is more of a problem but we're it's not political it's not it's not I don't want to say, you know, the, that we're influenced, but our party's influences. This is what we want to wave our banner on. Guns are a sexy issue. I think it's the visual of it. It really is. It's like so many other issues right now uh, that weren't as big of an issue until we got these visuals and videos of watching these people march in places and, and do that. And when it becomes something that you can see and you put faces, we are the phones, the media, of course, but it, it, it does become one of those things too. And again, you can get in a car and go the wrong lane on the interstate and try to murder a bus of kids, I guess in the same way that you can do it with a gun. But it's uh, for some reason I don't know. You, you just don't see that as much, or you will if you take all the guns. There again, you we you know there again. I I would want to you know, not to ever see another firearm on a school property. Who don't want that? So let's do that. And we can if we want to. But then you know, if someone's got mental health issues, they're going to find another way. 
I don't care what you do. Either that be a you know the Boston bombing with the pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. It'd be the, I can do it another way. But we should lead the way on that then. That's all. Oh, yeah. We should I lead the way on. I don't have a problem on. with that, but yeah. you know, let's you know. And I and I and I think it's completely unfair to think that you know, at our level, that we can do that much about it. Like you know, but we should. Like our politicians should do something they should about do something. mental illness. And I'm like sick really of it that they can't. And, and and keep folks safe. 100. percent Well. Yeah, but as you said before, Republicans need to lead on it. Every time, it seems to me, there's a mental health yeah. vote. And I don't know why. As soon as Scott brought you know, that up, they shot him down. Yeah, I don't know why that, you know, they say it's too if, much money. If it if it does not get done, then it does not make common sense on why you can't do that. I'm sorry. There's no, there's no reason in this world we can't do that. If we can do our airports that way, we can do a school. True, that way. 100%. Yeah. You can't tell me that we're that bad of a country that we can't figure that out if we really wanted to now to be fair aaron i say this slightly tongue-in-cheek but you know i'm again old enough to remember i was a kid but every other plane was being hijacked largely being oh, yeah. flown to cuba and they had two options they could have handed every passenger a pistol and say hey man now you're going to be safe because nobody's going to pull a gun if everybody's got a gun or they could restrict you from bringing any gun on and obviously they chose the latter that didn't stop from happening in 9-11 though if i was on that passenger plane that went down where they attacked who would you not love to have a firearm or at least a knife to protect myself with i would out of the i don't forgot how many terrorists was on the plane i don't know the I numbers think there were 20 I'm, total each plane might have had six or i'm sure or, well, the good people divides. outweighed the bad people that was on that plane so if oh some sure good people sure could have took care of that i'd be happy to save your life today right yeah that's right i mean i'd be tickled to death i thought i could save somebody I appreciate that yeah, yeah. no i get you <laughs> that's get, true you know i just don't want to punish the good because you've got those few bad let's figure out how we can just take care of the situation yeah, so we've spent almost this entire time on guns, and we weren't even going to talk about it. What else you got, Tris? Well, I had 12 things on my list. 12? Guns real? on the very bottom. The, and actually, I just wrote down so Louisville what was shooting. what first? Oh, uh, let's see. Um, well, I wanted to complain about DACA healthcare. Did you guys hear about that today? DACA. The, the, well, I should have wrote down what the acronym for DACA is. But is it's that the, the state of Kentucky, or is that federal? Federal. Okay. It's, the, it's the, basically the kids that come in. Um, either, oh I guess, yeah, parents, the, the dreamers or the dreamers, whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Right, right. They now are eligible for Medicare. And again, as I'm a healthcare guy, so I get really mad. Like I'm not mad at the DACA kids. Give them Medicare. Where's my Medicare? Where's the middle class's Medicare? I pay for it. Exactly. We and we have to pay a small fortune for it. So I, I just wanted to com- okay. complain well, about fair. that. All right. So um, I wanted to tell a story about my dog. You guys want to hear a story about my dog? Sure. So I've got a 15-year-old dog. I love him to death. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, his penis was out. So his penis was out oh, of his penis sheath. He's 15 years old. No, we don't want to hear a story no, about no, your dog. You, What's your you, next topic? You've already topic? got me going. Nope, <laughs> we're, we're talking about my dog's penis for the next nine minutes. Turn up your, your uh, the volume on your podcast at home, folks. So he's 15 years old, and he's dragging his, his backside. because he's, dirt? He's a... Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Remember when the dog's <laughs> balls were stuck oh. on the porch? <laughs> Essentially. So, yeah, a little bit of that. So we had to take him to the vet. Um, and I, it was just weird. Like, our vet is overly kind. Like, he's very kind, but he's overly kind. And uh, he was in the floor with my dog and his exposed penis. Doc Taylor? 
I'm not going to say his name on the podcast. Oh, because he's a great guy. Uh, it's Berea, Berea Vat, oh. if that helps you. So I don't know if Taylor's Berea or no. Richmond. And uh, so he's like, you know, I don't know if you guys are squeamish, but this is real easy to fix. You just have to take some KY lubricant and, and rub it on your hands here and, and start massaging away on my dog's penis. Aaron, where has this podcast been? I don't know, man. No. So... <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is, like, he's very friendly and soft-spoken, so he's laying in the floor, like, spooning with my dog because, again, my dog's hindquarters don't work, so he's handicapped, and he's massaging my dog's penis, and he's calling him baby. And it was just the – and, again, I have a lot of immaturity. If you guys know that I happen to be immature, but it was very hard to – Try to get this visual to to, to 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 not, you know, laugh. What you're telling us is true. One million percent true. And he's like, it's okay, baby. Like, you're a good. And I just think, too, like, the dog's a boy. So I would probably think of a more masculine name for the dog. But it was like 10 minutes of him. And he's like, if this happens again, all you have to do is just get this KY lubricant. And you're just twisting it around the penis head. And it'll go right back in the sheath. It'll go right back this. in. You, wait, wait, you, what you said earlier, Aaron, you can't unsee it. So, uh, I'm, so I've got, I'm traumatized. So I spent about 15 minutes. <laughs> watching what I could best describe Jack as off a dog. Can't see this. It was rough, man. It, it was a rough thing to do oh, for. Oh, oh, oh. Imagine me and Aaron. Oh, you could have went the rest of your life with it. Well, I had to live it, so I feel like everybody do else has a, to do hear. We, that. Do we have a name for this condition? <sighs> Uh, he just said sometimes, like they can hit something. I guess as they get older, and basically, if it comes out and it's dry, it's tough to go back in so i guess because his hindquarters don't work and he's got some muscle loss you know the penis just stayed exposed but yeah you've not lived until you've watched a man get a dog's penis back in his sheath i'm gonna be thinking about that every time i try to call tris and he don't answer he's he's dealing with baby he's back in baby but it was like i I wish because it sounds like i'm being silly but i wish you guys could have heard him because it was very baby oh it's okay baby like like it was you may have to stop with i don't think you can top that with whatever other topics you have so we'll just go to jokes from there oh good gracious (laughs) so yeah uh, okay aaron we'll give you one i've got um We'll, we'll complain about wokeness, if you like, okay. depending on what you think. Those can be some annoying people. Now, this new commercial, I guess it's an Apple something, maybe Amazon. No, it's Amazon, actually. Uh, the girl with the mustache? Is, I've not seen this one. So there's a girl. It's an Amazon commercial. Uh, it's directed by Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis' ex-wife. <laughs> and the commercial starts out, like, I guess she's going through puberty. She she starts to grow a bit of a mustache. Yeah, I think I may she have starts, seen this because I gonna, remember saying to Patty, is that a girl with a mustache? What is going on in this commercial? Yeah. So, right? Yeah. So she's about to cut, shave the mustache or whatever they do. And the uh, she starts – she sees um, – the lead singer of Queen, you'll qu- be quicker uh, with the Freddie name, Mercury. Freddie Mercury. And so she's like, uh, gets excited, like, well, I should be proud of my mustache and just buys like his yellow Wembley stadium jacket and starts rocking the mustache. And I just think that's a little too woke for me. Yeah. I don't know. That's and a I, little too woke. Yes. And I hate to be like that because I mean, I'm very, and I'm sure you guys are the same, like whatever people want to do, man, if it doesn't affect me, fine. But does that just make me i said i was an asshole but like no. is it more of an asshole that i'm, I'm no. bothered a bit by that no i'm 100 percent. you know no. if it's not dangerous or illegal go for it live your life you know sure but 
let me live mine too. You know, it goes both ways. That's very fair. And my freedom of speech, though, that I could say, like, I don't love it, right? Like, also, it's not my favorite (laughs) thing to watch it. And you know what? Uh, You know, if it's not your thing, if it is your thing, go for it. You know, it don't matter. Sure. And uh, (laughs) and again, not that I'm like, well, I'm not going to Amazon because they've got 15 year old girls with mustaches. I just think. There is a point, and I get the point of our friends on the right. Like sometimes it's like, right. can can we right. just have somebody pitching a, a product without right. being right. a lady with a mustache? I really think it's yeah. it's hurting the it's hurting the women. It's hurting the actual. And I, 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 I if you want to, however you want to live your life, go for it. But when you start taking you know the women out of it, what happened to their rights on some of that stuff? I just saw a, a, a UFC fighter beat a woman half to death. You know, and he's transgender. It's fine. Uh, cracked her skull you know what do you say to that girl that knowing you went up to uh, a guy you know and, I, and there again i can't help you know the science uh got you know right no different than the golfer that won the um, championship this couple weekends ago it's a transgender what about all those girls that was their time and this in yeah. in their in their lifespan that was their time and a chance to do that why and if i wanted to be a transgender woman why would i want to take that away from women when I'm wanting to didn't, be uh, a woman's. Didn't that right soccer now. player, uh, uh, Rubino, um, come out and say that she didn't think it was right for? Or I'm sorry, she. I think I think I saw it on John Oliver. She came out and said, "Oh, we should be welcoming these transgender athletes," but she never competed. To Aaron's point against the dude that was right now yeah. a woman because yeah. she'd have gotten her ass kicked. Sure. So you well, know that is a weird thing. That's let's a, take it to the point where you know we have special limits, do we not? And, and yes. thank God we do. You know, right. but, but those guys can't compete. Right. against tiger woods you know right so it's no difference why don't we just if we want to embrace this let's just have the transgender then we'll have have a that category i do but i don't think we should it, take the women out they fought right. too yeah. much for their rights right. what happened and you can't you can't help like as a woman like you're 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 born a certain way even if, if you choose to to live your life another yeah. way at that point that's fine, that's fine. but yeah they're you can't just it's not as simple as that's not a very simple issue well if you want to be a woman you get to play women's sports it's just not that simple because you are born different I, like we can't just, argue that men are different it's than not women. common sense I, I, sure i just don't understand so so and i'm all i'm all for people playing sports and, yeah. and they, they're, they're, there should be a place for transgender folks to play sports a hundred percent but i don't know if it's as simple as saying if you're transitioning to be a man then you get to play men's sports and vice versa right you do have to Better. look at that and make sure it, it's as should be fair fair as possible possible correct yeah. no yeah. that's right you know I if i was screen. going up against tiger woods i'd have to play my handicap you right. know which would be a astronomical number against him <laughs> but it would Absolutely. level the playing field then. right and that's what it needs to happen for those women you know yeah and there again i'm all i'm all for that you know but that being said you know if we all died today and a thousand years from now scientists come and dug us up all they'd be able to really tell that we were a man or woman and maybe our age they can't say what i identified as so you know let's put that in perspective a little bit that <laughs> Well, true. And, and also, I think it's probably fair to say that these transgender kids or folks that want to play athletics, they're not thinking, man, I could really dominate women's volleyball either. So I think in most of it, they probably just want to play wherever we allow them to play. They just probably sure, want to play sports. To point, so we, we should just figure it out and, and stop making them as these evil, awful people that are trying to cheat somebody out of, the, out of a sport. So we do have to figure out what to do with it. Maybe that's, you know, three counties get together and they start a league or whatever. What but yes, there, there should be a place for we them get, to play. Know, we're not going to ever get away from this. It, it's here. You know? sure. So let's, you know, and I'm fine with it understanding it and it's i'm a happy 100 percent if that's the way they want to live their life but keep it you know in that perspective that it needs to be in it i can't go beat up a 12 year old you know it's sure. not gonna happen right 
just because I want to identify as a, right. a kid. You know, I identify as a 12-year-old. I can't go play 12-year-old sports. No doubt. Yeah. 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 And I think and the left does miss some common sense on that because we do want to be inclusive. Sure. You know, as a group, I feel like that's something that the left probably is known for. But you can go too far. You know, you see it. You Bill Maher rails on it a lot on uh, Muslims. Not that he's anti-Muslim. It's like we say we're trying to be so accepting that we say some of the things they do. Well, that's OK, because that's their right and as Muslims not, when. Right. No, it's bullshit. If they're doing these awful things right. to, to women in their countries, we can't just look over that. We have to call it the way we see it. No, that's right. Because so it's almost like the left sometimes goes so far around to, to accommodate being inclusive that we lose our common sense. And yeah. The, the, yeah, one of those examples. That's true. So I met Vanilla Ice. That's cool. Yeah. Dun, got, dun, 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 dun. Exactly. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so I went and saw Vanilla Ice at a concert. I got really drunk. Why? And, uh, Why? I'm a big fan. Why? Big fan. Okay. Like, man, he's phenomenal and super nice. He's he, phenomenal. He was super nice. What's his guy? right name? Uh, Rob Van Winkle. Yeah, Rob Van Winkle. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been able to call it, but I'd know it when I heard it. I think he has a home improvement show now, too, don't he? Oh, don't does he? He's still on, but it's, yeah, he had one for several years. And you're truly a Vanilla Ice fan. Oh, uh, well, I mean, he's given us two songs in 30 years. <laughs> yeah, what was the like other? A, <laughs> Go Ninja Go. Ooh. But, Can you rap it a little? <laughs> no. Oh, damn. Now, I do know Ice Ice Baby word for word, but not the, karaoke. the ninja song. <laughs> I'm, I'm two, two of those margaritas you were talking about earlier oh, away from, go ninja go. from pulling right. that out. But, what uh, was he at? Corbin? Corbin. Yeah. Corbin Arena, which is just a wild place to see a show. Yeah, and they bring all kinds of action now. Yeah, it was, it was great. It, it was a lot of fun. So, Decent I mean, it was venue? Like, Decent venue? Great venue. Yeah. And there's probably six uh, different acts from the 90s. It was like a 90s show. Oh, yeah. So it was so much fun. Like, again, like, I drank too much and I didn't intend to do that. And I went backstage at the end and, you know, I was just drunk talking to Vanilla Ice, which will be a memory that I'll partially <laughs> enjoy for the rest of my life. But it was a partially enjoy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Does the crowd go wild when he. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was, he was somehow the headliner, even though I think you could have made any of the acts the headliner. But, uh, but it was pretty wild. And again, uh, speaking as he, of Freddie Mercury, remember he took. No, see, mine went doom, doom, doom. Yours went doom, 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 doom. Was it pressure? <laughs> under pressure. Under pressure, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Vanilla Ice has had a ch. That's what it was, yeah. And his goes, dun, 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 ch. No, yeah. So, good stuff. But, right, what uh, else, man? You had 12, you said. Uh, what do you got? What do you want to talk about? You're the guest. You, uh, you know, I always come on. We talk serious stuff. We, we, we should have laid back. All I wanted to do today was come and talk about my dog's penis massage. Yeah, I'm glad. And then Ray starts talking <laughs> about guns again. Yeah. Well, I tell you, it is prominent right now, though, isn't it? My well, goodness. people do touch dogs' penises. Yeah, it's well, true. I guess. <laughs> I know, I don't. Yeah, no, I. So you didn't bring anything? I, I you didn't. got nothing for us? I come for you, son. Okay. I figured he's going to hit me with all kinds of stuff. Let's see. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not well, talking I about Trump. He's living rent free uh, on everybody's head. Actually, right yeah. rent free, son. The top uh, question, and we'll 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 shape that for tr for Trump. The top question I had for you was, what are we missing on the left right now? And if so, what are we missing about Trump on the left right now? What what are we not seeing in our media bubbles that you would like to like the left to see? It could be about Trump or completely something else. I don't know. I mean, I'd be honest with you. I'm getting to a point where I think both sides are missing all kinds of stuff. It's getting kind of weird. I just, I just don't know. I, I, I don't disagree. Would you vote for him again? Trump, uh, you know, depends who's running. Yeah. You know, it depends. Uh, 
you know, I do talk to quite a few people down at the shop, you know, and I, I don't try to be like maybe me and Tristan talk because we get pretty heated <laughs> yeah, sometimes. My wife, you're like, comfortable <laughs> you're, or you're cordial with your with Well, your you know, I'll be to a gonna... point because I want to know the information, so you got to be easy with it or right. they won't give you that information. Sure. So, you know, there's quite a few people that, you know, voted for Biden. You know, there's quite a few people, of course, voted for Trump, but there's more than what you would think of that voted for Biden, even in Bria and us being as red as we are, you know, as far as the outside of the community. Uh, <laughs> But it was, shocks me on how even the ones who really voted for Biden didn't vote for Biden. They voted for the hate of Trump. Oh, I think there's some of that. No so doubt. I, I get I to a point to where I want to know, you know. I care so much more about policy than I do because you said something today. Sure. You know, I want to know that my boss has got my back at my work. You know, so it just kind of blows my mind on how there again we're manipulated by what we read and hear and. And listen to on everything and we get pushed in that direction and we have no idea how we're getting pushed there right and i would say this like i think if you put trump at a baseline if you made donald trump a bell curve and most republicans are at least 30 35 percent think he's great and they're always going to think he's great and you know the top 30 percent of democrats are always going to think he's miserable i think the question with trump sort of becomes where he actually is and i think people like me and ray who i think we're middle for democrats feel like his danger on January 6th and some of the stuff that he's been saying post-election is very, very, very serious. And I'll find that my friends on the right are kind of the opposite. They think, well, he says a lot of dumb shit. He should shut up more. I don't like his tweets, but he's not a threat in that way. And our democracy is completely safe. It's no big deal. And I think that's really the divide that I find with Aaron and really anybody else that I think that would still vote for Trump if he was the Republican nominee is just we disagree on how big of a threat he is. Because, I mean, I do feel like potentially the stuff of january 6th you know that that's a a crack kind of a bridge too far it's it's a huge bridge and a huge crack that i don't know what it takes to really come together as a country after that yeah and i get the folks you know and again i'm open to being wrong that say look he's just full of shit it's no big deal too so i don't know i I mean i guess the truth of wherever that line is is kind of the determining factor i don't know i mean it's hard once you're putting american democracy itself you know under threat that's that's kind of a it's just kind of tough to come back from. So it's just, the, but it's an opinion, I guess, on those of us on the left that feel like that's the case, and many on the right that feels like I don't know, man. a bunch that's, of whiny bitches, and that's completely not true. So where's the truth? What's not true, though? I mean, the attack was the attack. Well, the attack was the attack, and what he says is what he said, but I think, and I won't speak for Aaron, but you feel like that it's, he's more full of hot air than somebody that would have taken the White House having not earned it, like... Right or, or uh, well, uh, yeah. you know, uh, there again, I talked to some folks at the shop coming in, and you know, one of the biggest thing was, you know, oh, Trump will never leave office, or Trump's fixing to get us in a war. But you know, you start looking at some of the policies we have today. I'm more worried about war today than I was when Trump was in office. So I mean, I don't know. We keep talking about, oh, he's just you know authoritarian or a dictator, or whatever. But you start looking at some of the policies being put in place right now. Good God. You know, I'm I'm all for DEI, but it shouldn't be such forced on some of these companies either that they have to make those decisions. You know, listen, Bud Light, uh, Nike, all these have to follow this DEI, and they get scored on their DEI scores, and that's of course the diversity, um, equality, and inclusion. You know, and then there's nothing wrong with that to a point. It's no different being politically correct. You know, you don't want to say certain words in the office. You don't say certain words in the office because it's the right thing to do. But 
we should not start shoving this down our company's throats to make them have to do that to follow to get their scores so they can conduct certain types of business and that's that's dictatorship at its finest isn't it well i would to circle back to my question i guess is more I think it's a completely fair argument for you to sit there and say, I liked every one of Donald Trump's policies better than Biden. And I would say, man, that's fine, because that's your right as an American. You can like every one of his policies. I guess the thing that I come down to is, again, is he a threat to our democracy? And can somebody else come in and have the same policies without the the lies and the BS about the Dominion voting machines and that stuff? Because I feel like that's a bigger deal. Whereas, again, I, I don't I won't argue a, a second if, uh, on policy, because, again, I think policy effect might affect me differently than you. Certainly as somebody that, uh, that owns a gun store is going to affect differently than somebody's in radio or runs a bowling alley, et cetera. So I, I just think the thing that I worry about is, you know, again, am I overreacting or am I being a rational player in that that's he's went too far with some of that? I did, well, that and I just like the quietness. I just can't see mm-hmm. how we could possibly have another four years of Trump. I mean, if you viscerally hate Joe Biden, you have to admit that it, it's nice to not have a president whose every moment is has to be captured and on the news. I mean, I think we were just so neurotic during the Trump years, and and it was largely because of him. He's a guy who can't go quietly into the night. He has to. He has to make sure the spotlight's always sure. shining on them and you know they Joe is not too. That, that was the biggest rating grabs they could ask What's for that? so you know oh the left yeah yeah, yeah i mean they, that they put I, it on I, too, yeah. listen and we all can agree on this his news conference was totally different than biden's news conference okay and i'm not saying none. poor biden i you know bless his heart I, I, i'm not one of those guys that's make fun of his health or his mental health, whatever you know he's he's our president right now but you look at this the the atmosphere he you know trump normally if you watch most of those he was bombarded from the moment he walked in there and i'll promise you you treat me like that at my store we're i'm not gonna sit back and be nice about it either and so you know when do you when do you finally get to a point to where we blaming trump for his antics or is he just trying to not putting up with it no more you know i can berate you all day long and eventually you're gonna say listen i'm not putting up with this so what do you what do you do yeah well that is certainly i'm mean, gonna fight back nobody's uh, ever been treated the, the way he's been treated but you know he calls don't get me wrong I have to, right some of it he, he, he puts himself. his foot in his mouth quite a bit don't you know i swear aaron i said this on a couple podcasts back and i know you don't listen anymore i sure. i think <laughs> I, I think the reason you listen to this one by golly I th- well i think the reason it's taken so long for biden to declare whether he's going to run again or not is he's waiting for trump i think if trump said today Look, uh, he, he, w- would you make this deal with me? If I go down to Mar-a-Lago and I retire, you drop all these lawsuits. I think Tristan and oh, I said hundred percent. That would be wonderful. And I think the very next day, Joe Biden would say, "You know what? I've had I enough. I did what he I needed to do. Again. I'm not going to run again." But you as know. long as Trump stays viable, Biden stays viable because he doesn't want to see him win. I really think the whole go too. If you notice, most of these lawsuits and all this crap's being put to the keeps getting shoved back. Even uh, New York, the one thirty-four. Families. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be tried till December. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah, or, or they I, don't even I, meet again till December. The main goal, you know, if we can push it back that far to that primary and say Trump does win that primary, I believe the Democrats really fill their shoe in because of all the charges that's coming against Trump anyway right. on that one. Right. But there again, I, I have never, and, you know, Trump is Trump. Okay, don't get me wrong. But I have never seen one political figure, which is some of the stuff he brings on himself, to be so politically persecuted either. I mean, over some stuff that really – some of it's very minor. Some of it's pretty serious that we need to talk about and find find out. But it's it's more than I've ever seen anyone else. And I'm, it's more than I would put up yeah. as a person, as yeah. a U.S. There's, citizen. There's a lot. You know, how many time. times can I be called a treasonist or a Russian spy that I'm not going to say, wait a minute, I'm going to 
fight somebody there, next one says it there's a lot of time devoted to trump by people that do want to see him yeah. go down yeah literally I always thought it was funny the 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 left kept saying oh we're all we think about is trump 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 and i believe the left i think that's all they think about is trump 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 he definitely is a million percent in the zeitgeist and I, he's oh, not yeah. going anywhere anytime soon yeah. so i completely agree with that so yeah. aaron we're we're a, an hour and 10 ish minutes in so i'm going to give you the lightning round here um then we'll, then we'll uh, do some comedy and get out of here right, we'll do lightning round for you both one sentence answers ray one sentence answers? one sentence okay. answers you get allergies no. Minimal. Miserable right now. Aaron? No. Oh, jealous, you guys. Uh, Aaron, who do you like in 24? Who would you like to see the oh, candidate yeah. as the candidate? Does it have to be one sentence? No. You can go uh, two. Two sentences. You know, I do like the um, – I can't say his name all the time. The uh, billionaire. I don't know. What's his name? Uh, Mark give Cuban? Give me a hint. Um, Mark Cuban? No. Is he somebody uh, who's political? No, he's a he's – a, Entrepreneur, he's running for. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot. He's running. Name. Yeah. Oh, it's. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, he don't have a chance. Don't even. I don't no. think. Um, but you like him. I can't we remember. But if you ever name. stop and just listen to him for a minute, and I, I just listen. You know, I don't care about that. You know, I want to just listen to him for a moment. He makes a lot of points that we're sitting there making some points on. It's, it's. Um, crap, what is his name? Sorry. <laughs> It's all it good. is um, so much for one question answer. I mean, I'll tell you. Well, while you look that up, I would say a, a guy that I a Republican who makes some sense to me is um, Chris Sununu. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, what's that name? Vivek. Yeah, Vivek. Vivek. It's a what's it's Rams, a Ramsey. Yeah, Vivek. And I don't. I'm not even sure how to Ramaswai. Yeah, my sister's been talking about him. Um, so I've seen his name, but I wouldn't have been able to call it. But yeah, he probably doesn't stand at snowballs. But no, but if you ever really, let, you know, some really some common sense, just some. Yeah, it really was. You and know, you, I, did you have a closet Democrat that you wouldn't mind seeing? You know, you would like Tim Ryan from Ohio. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he's, yeah. he's pretty level headed. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I, yeah, I would love to see him and Sununu run against each other. Ryan representing it, Democrats, it, uh, Sununu Republicans. It would be fresh blood, new blood. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually some of the, said something. I, it probably wasn't popular, but if Trump and DeSantis and all these guys really loved and 100 percent on America, they ought to sit back and maybe put their hat in the race for some of these guys. You know, some right, of the younger right, guys, right, or even yeah, right. you know. I don't know how crazy it would be. Of course, you know they wouldn't. Their ego's too big. A Trump-DeSantis ticket would be kind of – or a DeSantis-Trump ticket. But either one of them, I know, wouldn't. No. There's no way Trump would ever take a Secede second to the seat other. to the other. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. That no, would no. never happen. But, you know, there no. again, I'm starting – in my head, I'm thinking, man, if they really, truly love and we need to get this, you know, no. No. How about you, Ray? You, you said uh, – how about Democrat? Besides Biden, who would you take right now if you could pick – Tim Ryan. Tim. Tim you yeah. go, Tim. Nice. Yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Christie run again. I think Christie could, could – Yeah, well, he's flirting with it. Yeah. yeah. I like Chris Christie. Oh, so right. if Biden stepped aside, I think on, on the Democratic side, yeah, Ryan would be making some noise. And I think, uh, I think the uh, Democratic governor of, of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. I like Reggie. Yeah, yeah, would be a candidate. Also, kind of middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, you guys have any thoughts on the Tennessee lawmakers getting kicked out quicker than long? It's quite a story, man. It's pretty fascinating quite a story. to follow. Man, it was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, and our buddy Dave wants to come next no, week and no really Justin, get, no get peace, about no that. Justin, yeah. no peace. That was kind of cute. So, I, well, I, I will say this: I think it was an absolutely terrible optic for Republicans. It did. It did look Just bad. Just a terrible yeah, okay. optic. Yeah. I mean, My goodness! You know, even if it wasn't racial, 
they just, should have known just, the optic. Just a terrible optic. Yeah. If he was going to put the I mean, two guys out, the girl should have had to win too. You can't do that. Exactly. I mean, this, that, it does not look good on paper, does it? <laughs> no doubt. No. It was right. a rough one. Well, Ray, I don't know how we do it. It's I'm going well, to hand this to, to Aaron. Because here's, here's a nice thing. All you got to do is look at one. You don't even have to pre-read it because they're the worst jokes. So, worst just, jokes. so just throw one out there, man. So Aaron's going to do the dad now, now, joke. Now let's, let's do, Aaron, we'll do um, the, the Berea Pond joke of the yes, day. Yes, yes. So, so Aaron gets to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. All right. How do you fix a broken pumpkin? How? With a pumpkin patch. <laughs> that actually wasn't bad. That's the I best like one. That. He gets that, the best one. That, You've been doing that for months. That's pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dad joke. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, my so, son would be rolling his eyeball right now. Yeah, oh, sure. Ray, you going to do one, too? <laughs> no, I'm leaving it right there. That, I right. can't top that. So I, I tell you what. We'll, we'll thank our friends, and then I'll, I'll do my uh, abstract bit. Um, again, Thank you to our buddy Aaron. Your commercial hopefully has already played twice by the time you're listening to this. Your bit is not about dog penises. It's it? no <laughs> dog penises anymore. I mean, but you know Thank what? If God. we get a lot of requests, I'm going to tell more dog penis stories. Uh, so <laughs> so thanks to, to Aaron and Bria Pond. We appreciate everything you do for us uh, very Indeed, sincerely. Aaron, thank you. Uh, Troy Front Porch couldn't do without Troy. Ray, I mentioned Troy. Yes. Uh, check out Aaron at buckshotandled.com or if you're in Bria here, 107 Clay Drive, Stove Leg Media. Nate, thank you. And of course, the Rational Boomer podcast we appreciate uh, all his help as well so and of course dad's flooring we've got a whole lot of space up here we're going to start renting apartments out that's great you know what i'm stream common sense let me just throw this in there this this is what i may do right now since my wife i showed each of these guys a picture of my dear mother-in-law fell last night and she just opened up her arm she's still at uk hospital so patty's up there so i'm feeding dogs cats whatever but i'm sort of on my own for dinner you know what i think i may do what's that with no no uh you know sponsorship here but tough to beat that popeye's chicken we don't have that in richmond i may head on down grab myself a popeye's chicken and drive on home it's good there like and the shrimp is good oh, too. I yeah, I mean, as my cholesterol. This is my cholesterol talking. No, oh, yeah. it's just tough yeah. to beat fried chicken, right? Like, it if is. you're talking it about taste, is. it's just good. Yeah, and Popeyes, pretty Popeyes, pretty solid. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, that All chicken right. sandwich that's just is an unbelievable. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that beautiful night. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm influenced. You have influenced <laughs> me. <laughs> and literally, when you're over there, you're two minutes away from Dad's. You can swing over and have wings for free. There you go. So head on over. So guys, some of my little bits that i've done have gotten a little more abstract but this is just i find myself scrolling facebook and seeing stuff that people post that is just not fit to be consumed by the public but yet they post it on a public forum so i want to shame these people this is a buddy of mine who was uh it's kind of what aaron was talking about before yeah yeah so my community college roommate and uh, he posted this the other night community He's, college yeah i went to community college for a year before i transferred oh, to berea okay so yeah it does save up somehow and get here yeah. but anyway i think he's had some substance abuse issues god love the, the guy i hope i hope not but i'm gonna read to you his his actual post it's a little bit long and i'm gonna read it word for word so this is an actual post from an actual roommate of mine has stolen and it's a little from facebook blue. it's a bit blue. It's very blue okay. so kids we've go, been go to pretty bed. clean on this show clean. so yeah yeah i don't get offended yeah <laughs> no no i know it's I just know. that no, i have great respect for it it's, it's wonderful all right here we go Grandma, fellows, I have been taking up on myself to foreign people of the cannon roll, a piece of shit greedy. And Barry, disrespecting person, who is a mangus, was young, like to get treated like bastard. Bitches number when I go say, okay, where is Stern? Sent somebody wants Missouri. Come and visit me today with Manning to come visit me. I'm getting money. 567 times the number. Come on, man. I'm talking to you, so that's bullshit. That you show 
you guys, Chino's robbery god. Rodney's I'm taking money back, so already going to bed, then back, so already going to bed, then this person, Kim, trying to get me to Medicare. And I wrote him, bring your ass, and instead of me paying for it, today I got tired of it, and Tanner and your son is ready to be fucking done with this bitch. There's a goddamn it was your first name and things to conquer the garden. Root mask, going to hell, Manson, go to heaven. So I said, fuck this, fuck you, you burn in hell, and goddamn bad, miserable motherfucking damn, trying to burn, trying to fucking bitch me out, a fucking bitch me out. Motherfucker, fuck you, I know exactly what you're trying to do, is going to send me a mermaid. 290 minute later on, then he says, I'm going to get the money, send back, I'm okay. It's not done. Okay, you want to come fuck, I'll give you five Morogi Shazam. There be in 45 minutes or hour later is bed skirts enzyme. I need to run to the store and get this and then some for oil. I won't walking or any shit. I'm saying we're going to be calling you if you don't say shit. That motherfucker, how long you going to be motherfucking? No, no, I think where you are. You said 45 minutes hour ago. You ain't here. You know what fuck is on. I'm going to run around. Say okay to my money with bank and then you taking my money. Get in get it to me i'm not even that fucking money you coming to get it i'm not gonna send it and you say that i started again you weren't you coming to get it siri feel patient so motherfucking dick and die whore the fucking dead and maybe the fucking dial shit out of her and just traded a part of my life i should go to pizza taking garbage god damn it i was gonna stay for motherfucking self a bird ever bird you fucking got a bitch. You can't do the wrong. Motherfucker, you think I'm going to little bedroom? Little piece of shit, motherfucker. You don't know what not to hear my motherfucking back. Aaron? Thoughts? I'm, I'm going to take it back, Aaron. I would have rather heard about a dog piece. I think I would have too, to be honest with you. <laughs> do you feel a little bit crazy for hearing that? I don't yeah. even know what I heard. What does is, what is any of that mean? Ooh, I, so this guy types that and posts it? I mean... He had to spend uh, 20 minutes typing that out. It was the most... Incoherent in, rambling. Yeah, in, thank of, you. Incoherent rambling I've ever heard. Brought to you by <laughs> Bria Pond. <laughs> Come by. You'll hear some of that. Good. <laughs> now, you probably hear that when somebody wants that. to sell something for oh, 30 yeah. bucks immediately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and But so, hopefully, I'll get some shorter ones. But I'm going to start What kind of a point was he trying to make? You tell me. There's, you know, there's, like, how could you interpret that? How many yeah, people so. have read that? How many kids has probably read that? You know, they're getting you. Yeah, yeah, I try to be. His moral compass has gone somewhere, I guess. Yeah. And on that note, I, can eat some I couldn't follow that, Triz. I'm no, sorry. All right, that was Aaron. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank we you, always Aaron. appreciate it's you coming. It is in. always a pleasure, man. Thanks, Thanks yeah. so much. Take care. Yeah, you too, Aaron. Thanks. Bye. Or Triz, I'm sorry. Hey, whatever. Oh my goodness. Thanks for listening to Extreme Common Sense with Tristan and Ray. We hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week.